This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Larise Dixon, and you're listening to the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up. It's festival time, Festival of the Fleeces, something that we've waited for over two years to get back on the, on the road, as we say. Mary Wall's Festival of the Fleeces is back this weekend. So, what's the story behind the running of the sheep in red socks? Down the Golden Highway this long weekend is an iconic image of the Upper Hunter, one we're all excited to see back in force. We are looking forward to having many people come in, especially from down your way. My family provides the sheep with the red socks. That's right. At noon, a flock of sheep hit the streets with red socks as part of the Festival of the Fleeces. Think of it as a local take on the running of the bulls, but without the violent viral videos. The running has been going on for about 30 years. What you might not know is the story behind how those sheep got their red socks. <laughs> no, they are not socks. They are leg warmers. And I deliberately called them leg warmers because sheep can't walk in socks. That's Tess O'Brien. She was working with Mary War Shire Council when the festival was starting out at the Brindley Park Woolshed. The festival had shearing and sheepdog demonstrations and the sheep had gone down Main Street the year before. I covered that for a local paper and that was amazing. The sheep being herded down Bettington Street in Merriwall by men on horseback and their trusty dogs. The sheep scattered in all places all throughout the crowd and everywhere. It was, uh, it was such a spectacle. But something was missing to really get the people in. Tess knew it needs something extra and then one night... She was at home watching TV. I saw a Whole Proof Heroes ad on TV. That was when I had a light bulb moment. Ah, Don Red Socks on our sheep. Don Red Leg Warmers, Don something. She brought her idea to the council one day. And they said, oh, yes, Tess, but who will make the Red Socks for 400 sheep? It's easy. I will. And I did. Tess got to work darning 800 socks, one for the front two legs of every sheep. Sure enough, the big day came and the sheep were fitted out. The sheep started down the main street for the parade. I'm giggling here and I'm trying to hold back. But people actually started to run behind the sheep to collect a souvenir leg warmer. It was an instant hit. So I had to put down my camera and ask my husband, quick, 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 go back, go behind the sheep, pick up all the leg warmers. I don't want to have to make any more. I don't want to make any more. <laughs> Tess is keen for the festival this year to get back and see the sheep in action and her little contribution to local history. When something like a gimmick or something like that is so different and unusual, then obviously it's going to be a part of something for probably forever, hopefully. From the sheep running in Merriwar to a very different animal making a comeback over on the Barrington Tops. Tasmanian devils used to be all over the mainland, not just in Tasmania, before predators decimated their population. Now, with the Tasmanian population endangered due to parasites that cause facial tumours, there's a plan to bring the devil back to the mainland. 
we decided, well, if we're going to breed all these Tasmanian devils, let's give them a wild home. That's Tyler Grolton from Ozark. He's been supervising a breeding program for Tasmanian devils up in the Barrington Tops. It's a wild area, free of predators and leaving the devils to grow and mate. And it's working. So, so far we've confirmed nine in our wild Barrington wildlife sanctuary. They generally only breed once a year. They're a seasonal breeder and they only have a few breeding years in them. With the endangered population in Tasmania, it's important to allow these creatures a chance up here outside of traditional captivity. For them to breed is really, really important uh, each year because if you miss a window, that's quite a few babies that you might miss out on. The real true thing about creating a wild population is that the captive ones breed, those young grow up, and then those ones breed. So the real, real key thing for us is to hope that all of these genetically diverse offspring that are being born at the moment, in two years' time, they're going to be the mothers. They're mm. going to be the fathers. So, now you know. That's a slice of what's happening here in The Hunter. Tell your friends, and why not check out the ABC Newcastle newsletter for more great local yarns? Just subscribe via the ABC Newcastle website. We're going to be enjoying the long weekend, but we'll be back in your feed on Tuesday with more rippers from Newcastle and The Hunter. Maybe send us a sheep selfie if you're in Merriwar. A uh, sheepy? I'm Laurie Dixon. See ya! <laughs> <laughs> a sheepy. Love it.